11-year MLS pro Quincy Marroquois here, and you're now listening to The Perfect Soccer Podcast, where your host goes one-on-one to get to know your favorite professional soccer players, both on and off the pitch. Because how better to learn what it takes to become a pro soccer player other than directly from pro soccer players? Today's episode is brought to you by PerfectSoccerSkills.com, the number one and only platform you'll ever need to connect with and learn from pro soccer players. Learn more and enter to win weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com PSTM to enter to win for free today. With that said, please enjoy today's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Perfect Soccer Podcast. Our special guest today is Julie Ehrman. Julie, how's it going? Going well, thank you. All right. So, Julie, could you give me a little bit of background uh, about yourself in in the gaming and tech space? Yeah, absolutely. I think about myself as an entrepreneur really focused in gaming, media, and entertainment. Uh, I spent a lot of time at Nintendo Universal Games, making console games, and then moved over to Fox Interactive, where I ran Direct-to-Drive and File Planet which um, allowed for the digital download of PC games and then also beta for PC games. But probably most significantly, what I'm most proud of is being founder and CEO of Ouya, which was an Android-based game console that we brought to market through Kickstarter and then eventually sold the company to Razer. Oh, that's awesome. What kind of, what kind of like gaming, what kind of, yeah, what kind of games were, were it? Yeah, absolutely. So, Ouya really was about bringing sort of the best that we were seeing in mobile gaming to the television. You know, we saw that most time spent playing game and happening on the television, as well as most of the dollars spent in gaming happened on console games. But Mm -hmm. in the early 2012-13, we were seeing a huge influx of game developers going to the Android operating system because it was an open platform. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are also getting games that are built for the touchscreen and, and built for a mobile device. And the idea behind Ouya was bringing this incredible network of independent game developers to the television. So how do you bring the Android operating system and the openness of that operating system to the television? So we built a game console and controller, um, a new storefront, um, developer SDKs, and really opened up the television for the first time, allowing any developer the ability to build games for the TV. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, now, going into the soccer space, how, how did you start Angel City FC and why? Now, that's a great question. I mean, I was so fortunate to be brought into the beginning of Angel City FC. The idea behind Angel City came from Natalie Portman, the actress and activist. And she became very involved early on in Time's Up and heard a talk by Abby Wambach where she talked about how life as a retired female athlete was so different than life from... Um, a male retired athlete as it relates to mm-hmm. just how much money they have and the opportunity that they have after the fact. Natalie was really struck by this conversation and started asking why. Um, why are women paid less? Why, when they achieve the same level of success and championships, um, are they not paid the same while they're playing, but also don't have the same opportunities on retirement? Um, through her asking that question, she met a lot of women um, who were part of the U.S. Women's National Team, and a woman by the name of Becca Rue, who is the executive director of the U.S. Women's National Team Players Association. Um, and as she started to learn more, she started to flip that conversation to, what can I do? How can I make a difference? Um, and there was a friendly match here in um, Los Angeles in 2019 with the U.S. Women's National Team. 
It happened to also be the 20-year anniversary of the 99ers. Mm-hmm. Um, and Natalie brought a bunch of her friends, including Jessica Chastain, Jennifer Gardner, Eva Longoria, Uzo Duba, America Ferrara, all who are investors in Angel City. And they drew a lot of attention and awareness for the U.S. Women's National Team in their pay equity fight. And she realized that she really did have a platform to draw attention and awareness, not only for what the U.S. Women's National Team was fighting for, but also for women's sports in general and just women leadership in general. And decided at that moment to have a big impact, she would need to have a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that meant bringing a team to Los Angeles and joining the National Women's Soccer League. When she made up her mind to do that, she enlisted another one of our friends, Karen Nortman, who's a venture capitalist here in Los Angeles at Upfront Ventures. And then Karen and I have known each other for 20 plus years being in venture and tech and growing up here in LA. And Kara reached out to me and said, but Natalie and her had this, you know, really strange idea to launch a women's professional team, but, you know, had no idea how to do it, how much it would cost, or really how to even pursue the opportunity. Um, and given my background in entrepreneurship and building brands and communities brought me in to really figure this out. And at the end of the day, um, the three of us became founders of Angel City Football Club. Yeah, that, I mean, that, yeah, that's a crazy story. And I definitely uh, agree with you that, you know, women athletes should be getting paid more and, and things like that. Um, and, like, what, what's the process been just, like, creating a new franchise and, like, you know, like the women, the National Women's Soccer League, like, accepting you guys in? I mean, it's been the best experience of my life and incredibly rewarding. When we sought to build Angel City, we wanted to build something very differently. I mean, first of all, it was founded by three women, which is pretty much unheard of in sports ownership. Mm-hmm. Typically, when you want to acquire expansion rights, um, you know, you're a white male that has billions of dollars, meets the net worth requirements, and either owns a stadium or has the ability to build a stadium. Um, and the three of us didn't have the network requirements, did not come from the sports space, um, and didn't want to do things the same old way. We wanted to raise money as if we were a venture startup. Um, hit certain milestones, increase our valuation as we go, and continue to bring on investors that could help us achieve our you know, immediate and long-term goals along the path. And so we went to the National Women's Soccer League and said, look, we want to bring a team to Los Angeles. There are half a dozen incredible stadiums here, including two soccer-specific stadiums. We feel confident that we will secure one of them to be the home of Angel City Football Club. Um, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna fund this differently with majority women and lead with purpose. And we were really fortunate that the National Women's Soccer League was open to this idea of doing it differently. Um, I think they also thought that Los Angeles is such a tough market with three professional male teams Mm -hmm. that maybe doing it differently could lead to success. Um, And so we, you know, with the sort of the soft approval from the NWSL, sought to really build, build the business. You know, and the first thing we had to do was raise money so that we could build this club the way we wanted to build it. Um, and so, you know, Natalie picked up the phone, I picked up the phone, Kara, and we started to reach out to those people that believed in what we were building in Angel City, which fundamentally was a company where mission and capital could coexist. We wanted to lead with purpose and ignite higher expectations on and off the pitch. We recognized that we had the opportunity not just to build a winning, win, a winning women's professional soccer club, but also to drive awareness and attention for women leadership, women ownership, um, you know, leading with purpose and driving to be a profitable business. Um, and so as we started talking to investors, it was a really unique conversation where we did get, you know, tens of no's because they didn't know how to 
analyze us. Mm-hmm. Like, were we a, you know, were we a, a startup that you know generates revenue, you know, quickly and um, you know they started asking like, what's your ROI? What's our return? You know, on investment? You know, how quickly um, is there liquidity? And as you know, in sports ownership, you know, liquidity isn't really a reason to invest. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, because we were leading with purpose, people were trying to understand: Well, are we a charity? Are we a five hundred one c three? And the answer is, we're both. And we think we can choose, achieve much higher goals um, by leading with purpose and passion to drive the profitability. Um, and we, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, assembled this incredible group of investors: fourteen former U.S. Women's National Team owners, including Mia Hamm and Julie Foudy. Uh, Abby Wambach, we have Lindsey Vaughn and Billie Jean King. Uh, we have the celebrities, all of which joined Natalie at that friendlies match back in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you know, Sophia Bush and, you know, Kobe Jones, the ex-Galaxy um, player, and Ryan Khalil, who, you know, played at USC. And they just all believed in what we were trying to do, which was build something special, leading with purpose, but having a focus on profitability. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see uh, this unfold too, and and it's supposed to. You guys are going to start in the 2022 season, correct? Correct. We take the pitch in April 22. <laughs> so really, since we announced ourselves back in July, we've been building all the you know foundational elements to launch this club. First and foremost is building building an engaged community, <laughs> um, finding like minded minded members of the community who believe in what we're doing, but also. Um, leading into our social impact platform where we give back to the community um, every time we sign up a sponsor or we make an announcement, we want to have a positive impact on our community. And that's been really important to us too, is building that platform from Mm -hmm. the beginning. Enjoy learning what it takes to become a better player from professional soccer players. Well, how would you like to work with professional players one-on-one? Now you can with be pro by perfect soccer. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. Yeah, definitely. And then what are your uh, short-term and long-term goals for the team? Well, that's a great question. I mean, long-term, we want to be profitable. We want to show that building um, the soccer club differently can actually have different results than 90% of all sports teams' ownership, which is we don't make money. We are incredibly fortunate that we didn't need to build a stadium and um, due to the economics of the NWSL, we don't have, you know, player compensation in the tens of millions. Um, so it's a very different financial model, and we think we have the ability uh, to be profitable in the long run. In the short term, I mean, we want to build an engaged community. We want to provide significant impact to the community through the partnerships that we establish with our brands and with local organizations. Um, and we want to show that women can draw fans and uh, sell out the stadium in april when we take the pitch yeah didn't you guys get um like a few big sponsorships already we did in fact um no thanks for asking so again angel city is really unique because we lead with purpose and when we talk Mm -hmm. to sponsors it's about the impact that we're going to have together on the community yes there'll be typical assets that you would see in a stadium but really it's about looking three years from now and saying what did we accomplish together and when we started talking to brands, we also launched the Angel City sponsorship model. We get 10% of our revenue back into the community through um, one of our three pillars, which are equality, essentials, and education. Um, and today, we have five sponsors, and we're continuing to add them as we go. Um, on our kit, our front of kit is DoorDash, and together we're going to partner on food insecurity. 
Our sleeve partner is Birdies, which is a direct-to-consumer footwear brand. Uh, we're well focusing on uh, young girl and female mentorship. And our backup kit is Sprouts, which is the healthy market where we're focusing on health and nutrition and wellness. And together, we've already planted um, a new garden in a local school here. Um, our first partnership is with Heineken, uh, and together we're partnering um, to have a positive impact in the LGBTQ community here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And with Therapod, Therabody, the tech wellness company, we launched it, we launched the Angel City Impact Fund on Kiva.org, where we focus on local businesses here, women-owned businesses here in Southern California, to provide loans to them um, when they where they may traditionally not be able to get loans from uh, traditional banks. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And yeah, that's the one I saw. I think I saw the DoorDash one like a couple of weeks ago. Articles came out. That's that's the one I was thinking of. Um, are you ready for Quincy's five questions that I ask everybody? I turned them into more entrepreneurial for you uh, instead of soccer wise. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, what's the most uh, important quality or skill you feel has made you successful as an entrepreneur? Persistence. Right. As an entrepreneur, you hear a lot of no's yeah. and you have to have real conviction in what you're doing and not give up. And um, I even have been able to turn no's into yeses. So persistence mm-hmm. is probably the best quality. For sure. Uh, what's the biggest mistake you think most entrepreneurs are making? It's funny. The old adage is to trust your gut. But mm-hmm. I think what ends up happening is you follow the other old adage, which is um, hire people smarter than you and, you know, and do what they say. Uh, but the question happen, the, the question comes up, when, did, when your gut is different than experts, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And in, as it relates to this question, um, you should follow your gut. All right. I like that. Uh, what advice would you give uh, young entrepreneurs? Um, to experience it before you become one. If you want to be an entrepreneur, go work in a startup. See how early stage companies spend money. See how they grow their audience. See how they grow their product. See how they engage with their community. Spend a year or two at a startup. Take the best things from it and then go do it yourself. All right. I like that too. Um, these ones uh, could be like life related or, or anything. It's just kind of random. Uh, what, what do you think... What is something that most people think is true that you believe isn't? Uh, <laughs> that people won't show up for women's sports. All right. I like uh, that. <laughs> it's absolutely not true. And we're seeing it every single day here at Angel City. Yeah. I mean, the numbers uh, were crazy last year for the NWSL. I don't remember exactly, but it was like, I think it was like 400% or 4,000. I don't know. It was something crazy. Yeah, no, they were breaking over um, 500,000 viewers. They were up yeah. 200% year over year. We're continuing to see great momentum and viewership. But even when you look at merchandise sales, ticketing sales, sponsorship value, I mm-hmm. mean, our kind of kid is an eight-figure deal. Um, mm-hmm. There is incredible interest in women's sports, and we just need to get more exposure and drive the awareness of it. Because when people know it exists, they show up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I thought another cool one, uh, kind of off-topic, was uh... – the Portland Thorns got sponsored by TikTok, so I thought that was pretty innovative just because, like, you know, social media is so big now. Um, yeah, it was a phenomenal um, sponsor. Just to see yeah. new brands start to, um, you know, support women's sports was great. Yeah, yeah definitely. All right, what is, what is something you'd move forward with if you weren't scared of what would happen if things didn't go well? That is a great question. I mean, I feel like I'm about to break every NWSL rule at every moment in time. Um, but I am a huge proponent of fantasy, and I would love to launch a fantasy league for the NWSL as soon as possible, accelerate sports betting, accelerate free-to-play. Free to I mean, 
the fastest path into following a team and therefore following a league is to gain, is to build an emotional connection with players. And we have literally the best players in the world that have incredible social following, have incredible platforms themselves, um, and are just wonderful human beings both on and off the pitch. And the more we can do to establish a connection with those players in our market, um, the faster I think the growth for NWSL will be and in turn for our individual teams. Yeah, everyone everyone loves to bet on sports. So, uh, yeah, I think that will definitely uh, boost it up even more. Uh, are you ready for some fun questions? Let's do it. Uh, what's your What's your favorite song right now? Oh, right now. That's a, um, um, uh, what is it? A- AJR. So my mm-hmm. kids listen to AJR um, on repeat. And so our favorite song right now is Bang. All right. By, by them. Uh, what do you like to do in your free time? I mean, I used to love going to the movies, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I'm excited that that is opening up right now. But yeah. I spend a lot of time with my kids, uh, so going to the movies and, and uh, a fun meal out is my favorite thing. Is there is there any movies coming out uh, that you're that you want to see? I know I know they've been kind of again like released like on demand and stuff now. So I love musicals, mm-hmm. um, and over the Oscars last night, there was the first preview. Um, trailer for West Side Story, which Steven Spielberg directed, that comes out mm. in December. So I am really excited for that. Uh, but prior to that, I'll be able to see In the Heights, which mm-hmm. is Lynn Manuel's musical that's I think coming to HBO Max and theaters. Okay. Uh, last one. What What is something people don't know about you? Mm. I'm a well. More people are learning this. I'm obsessed with uh, Formula One. I'm a okay. huge fan of uh, Formula One, thanks to Drive to Survive and Netflix. So I get up at 5:55 every other Sunday to watch the races live. Oh, I well, I gotta ask, how did you get into that? Because I know it's like international. I mean, honestly, it, you know, it was uh, the summer, and I, there wasn't much to watch. And uh, Netflix launched a new series called Drive to Survive, which was about Formula One. And mm-hmm. I started watching it, and I just got hooked. It's definitely the right sport for me. It's you know, ten teams, twenty drivers, incredible locations. You know, real strategy as it relates to you know tire management and um, and you know pit crew time uh, with twenty with twenty professionals, you really get to know them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm now in a fantasy league. Yeah, I'm pretty obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to, ch- <laughs> I'll have to check that one. Out. A big part of my bucket list, um, hitting a bunch of these races. Yeah, yeah, I have to check that one out. Uh, well, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, could you let the listeners know where to where to follow you and where to follow Angel City FC? Oh, absolutely. So all of our social handles are at weareangelcity.com. We'd love for you to follow us and to keep up with what we're up to. Um, you can also go to our website at angelcity.com and pick up some merch and seat deposits. So seat deposits are live for our inaugural season in April of 2022, and we would love to see all of you there. Julie, again, I appreciate it, and uh, best of luck with the team. I'll be, I'll be uh, tuning in. Thank you so much. Quincy Marroquois here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you'd like us to interview next, we'll get working on that right away. You can listen to this full episode and more at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today.